Close it up, close it up, close it up. Welcome back to a podcast that 13 people listen to across the world. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. Shout out to the 13 legends that listen to the podcast. We love you. Legends. We appreciate you. We care about you. And we need you. But for the first time in a while, I got sent a list of talking points for us to talk about. Let me take a look. It's unreal. It's the first one Zach sent me for all the people at home. So get prepared. For the first segment is the Telford Tears. Telford Tears. Ranking the performance of prominent players in the hobby to tears. Well, I'm going to give you an A, a B, a C, and a death. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're dead. A, obviously the top guys. You got Mahomes, Herbie, Trevor, Purdy. Purdy's in there now. Yeah. Um, outside those four, Tua's in there right now. I would say I'm going to give five for each tier. Ready? You got Herbie. You got Trevor. Tua, Mahomes, Allen. And so I'll give six because Allen needs to be in there and Purdy. Those are six guys that are very good at football. You're willing to put Purdy in tier one. Tier one. Okay. For comps-wise, hobby-wise, selling-wise. Sure. This isn't talent. This is hobby, cards, value, selling-wise. Okay. Perfect. I just saw a pretty sell for just below what a Trevor would do in a crack dice. So, he's catching up. Number B, unfortunately, from a fall down to A to B, Joseph Burrow is now in the B tier. Yeah. I you mean, can't start one and three and look like that and be in the A tier anymore. Yeah, and it's like even in his win, he didn't look good. No. So so four bad games. Four straight bad games. Four straight. It's not like, oh, he had four bad games this year. He had four straight bad games. Let's see a B tier that I think can go up. B tier is not the worst. I mean, this is second to the A tier. I like Howell being in the B tier. Love it. I think he'll move up. I think he'll have a good season. I think he'll, he'll prove some people wrong in the hobby, and he'll be in the B tier. Let's see who else off the top of the dome. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts got to be in the B tier. I mean, he's not, he is a talent. They're 4 0. Yep. But the hobby doesn't respect running quarterbacks. Right. It's hard to say. Yep. Lamar's in the B tier. Lamar's another one. Um, that's three or four. That's four. Um, four. Let's see who's a fifth. I'm thinking about an impressive young CJ gun. CJ Stroud. Thinking about an impressive young gun there. CJ Stroud and AR. I'd honestly put those two in the B tier. The, the way their comps are, I mean, CJ Stroud could be even be in the A tier. Yeah. C.J. Stroud could be in the eight tier because yeah. his comps are insane. Thoughts on love? Not B quite? Or in, is he in that B cusp? He's in that B. I don't know if he's C. I think he's in the B cusp. Yeah, I feel like C's a little too low. C, C is, would be slander. C is tough. C is, C is a tough We know guy. who's in the C. We know C. Mac Jones yeah, is in the C. He's locked in the C. Ritter's in the C cup. Uh, hobby wise, all the older guys like Geno Smith. Well, that's the death pile. I mean, Geno Smith, Stafford, Dimes, Dimes, Car. They're they're dead in Dak. the hobby. Dax not Dax and C, Dax C, Dax and C. Yeah, Dax C tier. I'm talking about the death. Tier. Oh, D death. There's there's D for death. Right. D which for means death. no matter what you do, your cards might move five to ten percent at best. Russell. Russell, Carr, Stafford, Goff, 
I mean, golf actually has gone up. I still don't really see any, you know, I'm not seeing big golf sales. Well, I saw you know? a golf true RPA do 4K, which is That's pretty good, actually. Sick, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's right above Howl, and Howl's hot. So, I mean, it's kind of crazy, but it's true. What a sick world. So, golf could be C tier, but C tier is those guys, and then D tier is. Like, C is the guys that are in the hobby young within a couple of years. Like, when we're talking tiers for hobby, A, B, C is usually <laughs> the lowest year is 2016. Once you get to 2015. Right, 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 right. The last seven years, those are the hobby guys. So, C's are like 2016 is Jared Goff, 2017, Mahomes, Deshaun. But Deshaun's probably in the, the C tier because he, the accusations. Right. No, um, Danny Dimes, Kyler Murray. Ritter, who doesn't throw the ball deep. All those guys are on the edge of, you know, if you have to question if they're going to be a starter next year, those are C-tier. And then D-tier are just people that are usually under 2016. You know, Geno, Stafford, all those other guys where their price, you know, Stafford won a Super Bowl, and his prices are still cheaper than Sam Howell. Right. You, want a Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. you have to do it quick in this, in the hobby. So that was Helper Tears. I love it. If you Very liked excited. it, if you I, that was nice. And uh, this is where they want us to get sick again because I never want to bet again in my life. But here we are. A spread ahead. New segment on the Backyard Bros podcast. We look at the following week's games, point spreads, and predict which lines could lead. Move in the next couple days. Let's get out the, let's get out the slate. Well, I'm going to go to covers.com here to everybody listening at home. I'm going to tell you what games I like off rip. Let's actually do a consensus of uh, last week, and let's see how many teams cover the spread. Okay. In the public. Okay. So you're going to keep a tally in your head. Okay. Lions were public, and they covered. That's one for public. for public. Jaguars were public, and they covered. That's two. Bills, Dolphins, I think it was like 50-50. But the Bills Bills covered. were the favorite, and they did, they did cover. That's three. Broncos were the favorite, and they pushed. Let's just count it as a cover. That's four. Because okay. we don't count pushes as losses. Okay. I wish for pushes. Ravens, Browns. Ravens were the favorite and they covered. Yep. Texans, Steelers. Texans were the underdog and they lost. Yep. Vikings were the favorite and covered, so it's 5-1. Five 5-1. To five to one. Rams were underdogs and five they one. won. So 5-2. Five 5-2. Five two. Bucks were underdogs and they won. 5-3. Commanders were underdogs. That's a cover. 5-4. Five five four. Four. Titans were underdogs and they won outright. Even. Chargers were minus seven or minus six and a half? Minus six and a half. So they covered. They, they so covered. six, five. Cowboys were favored one, seven, five. Niners were favored one, eight and five. Chiefs were favorites, did not. So eight and six. Eight and, six. and then Seattle were favorites, covered eight and seven. Eight and seven. No. Oh, no. You're correct. Nine, nine and six. six. So nine favorites nine covered. Six. six underdogs covered. So nine favorites won, six underdogs won, and out of the six underdogs, guess what? Four won outright. Yeah. So only two underdogs covered the plus points. That's crazy. It, yeah, it is. It is, but it's like you also think like this is how like, I know there are sharps out there, and I know people study trends, but you, it's just it's, it's so hard to go in bet just betting off trends. You can't. You know what I mean? But people do. People yeah. make a living off it. Off trends, but it's week-to-week week basis. It. That's what I think. Like like when we go on the show on Sundays, right? Bill Belichick is 20-2 and two lifetime in week threes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, sure, I get you're getting these 
facts and whatnot. But it's about the team currently right here, right now. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You got to throw all. Sometimes, how I say is you throw the analytics out the window. Yeah. It's it's insane. You know what's crazy is uh, out of all the games, right, Bugsy? Mm -hmm. There was. Oh, you're right. And here it comes. And it was. Yeah. We know where this is. There was. Let's check. Let's check. Bengals, Bucks, over under 41. What a hits. Uh, Bengals Titans over under was 41 that one of there were three games that the over 10 points did not hit with the T's with the T's one was the Minnesota game and that's the one I picked that's the one you picked and cheered it with all out of 15 games the Niners one hit 35-16 yeah. Chiefs would have hit Raiders would have hit Cowboys would have hit Commanders would have hit Bucks would have hit Colts would have hit yeah. Steelers would have hit Ravens would have hit Bears, Bills, Jags wouldn't have hit. Hmm. So the Jags, Bengals, and Vikings. Hmm. So what I'm what I what I sense from this trend, this is the trend. Okay, so what we're getting at. Want to know why the Jags didn't hit? They don't throw. No, no. Jags had 23 points. Falcons can't score. Okay. So there's a trend here. Why didn't the Bengals hit? Bengals can't score. Can't score. Yeah. They can't block. They can't score. And why did Seattle not hit? Giants can't score. Right. So whenever two good teams are playing, that's when you have to do it. So think about it. You 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 look at divisional games. Ravens Browns went over, and the Browns only scored three points. That's when you know it's crazy. Bucks Saints divisional game still went over. Raiders Chargers divisional game went over. Was there another divisional game? Commanders Eagles went over. That was a shootout. So let's look back to week three. Are there trends? Divisional games. Are there trends? Are there trends? Patriots Jets divisional game. Under. Under. By point five. Under, under. By point five. What was under that game? Oh, that's with the ten though. With the I'm talking about with gotcha. the ten. I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure, but let's just go off week four. Let's mm -hmm. not look back in time. We're looking at week five. We're looking at the new spreads. We have Bears Commanders at Washington. The Commanders did just put up 31 points on the Eagles defense, and the Bears did just put up 28 points on the Broncos. But the Eagles also put up 34. So what we see from the games that they played last week mm -hmm. is the defenses don't look the best. And the over-under is 44.5. Tease it to 34.5. You need a 20-17 to 17 game. Yeah. Because whenever the Bears play, let's see what the 10-point tease have the Bears team. Okay. As a Bears team. Doesn't matter how much they score. Has the game gone over? Let's look. Let's dive in. Packers-Bears 38-20 over regular line. Yep. Bears Buccaneers 44 points the over under was 41 over Bears Chiefs regular spread 48 and a half 51 over and Bears Broncos 31 28 over so because when you combine a bad defense with a team that scrambles a lot mm -hmm. turnovers the ball a lot you usually get an over and let's look at the Washington Commanders 34 31 over 37 to 3 didn't go over, but with a tease, it would have. Broncos, Washington, 35 33, over immediately. And then Washington, Arizona was 38 and hit 36. With a tease, you're clear. 
So just looking at the stats. Yeah. All Bears games have gone over. Two out of four Commanders games have regular line gone over. And not one game has not covered 10 points with either of these teams combined all season. The only problem is it's prime time. Right. Prime time is a little scary. And who are they playing? Bears at Washington. You're asking for 20 to 17. Which is very doable. Very doable. If, I mean, Washington's D is better than Denver? Are you going to say that? Yeah, yeah, they are. Better than Denver. But, like, that was just a, you know, I think, I think people knew what we were getting in that game. Yeah. Terrible defenses, terrible offenses. And but, but they got points. They got points. They throw the ball. They, they had points. to throw the they ball. Had that's to what it was. Ball. It came down to you had to throw the ball. So let's skip that game because that's kind of a – I lean in just looking at it, minus six and a half Washington. Where will the money lie? I had to guess probably Bears on late. So six and a half on prime time is a lot. After just seeing a prime time destruction, but people are on Washington here. Yeah. But Jags-Bills, big game. Big game. Super Bowl game. Titans-Colts, divisional game. One of them got to lose. One of them have to lose. Good for the, good for the Jags. Saints-Patriots. Kind of a weak game right now. Current current state, weak game. Is Derek Carr fully healthy? Because the Patriots are minus one and a half. Do you anyone ever see, because this is a different season, but when do you see Belichick get put up 38 on and then come back to another game and not win? Probably never. Well, he's, I don't think he's ever... He's never done off. that, though. He's Can never, you do it back-to-back? That's right. Could be a new stat for him. Ravens-Steelers. Just looking at the game, the Ravens look way better than the Steelers yep. with the offensive play call. Banged up Kenny P as well. Mitch Trubisky. If Mitch Trubisky's ever starting for a team, I'm slamming the other team. Falcons, Texans. Falcons are actually favored by two. I feel like the public's going to be all over the Texans. The way they're playing. Yeah, they're playing good ball. They're playing good ball. CJ looks good. Yeah. Panthers, Lions. This is insane. For all the Lions fans out there, if we do, show this to the world. This has to be a record somewhere. Talk to me. But... The Lions are favored by nine points. When was the last time the <laughs> the Lions were favored by nine or more points yeah, in the rowdy. National Football League? That's quite rowdy, my friends. And Dolphins, minus 11 versus the Giants. That I could see. That I really see. I mean, I see them bouncing back and destroying the Giants. It, it could be another 70 points. Like, that's a, that's a game that I feel confident in 10 points using the Dolphins just to win the, beat the Giants at home. Yeah. Just beat the Giants. All you got to do is beat the Giants. They might be in every 10 point for me. Go Dolphins. They probably have to be. They have to be. Every 10 point. Like when, when you look here at the we, line, I look here at... Here we go again. I look at like what my 10 pointers are going to be. <laughs> <laughs> here we go again. Bengals, Cardinals. Now that's a crazy line. The Bengals are minus three at the Cardinals. If you told me week four, the Bengals were... Or the Cardinals were arguably the worst team in the league. Worst team in the league. Going into the, the season. The Bengals would only be minus three versus the Cardinals. I'd say you're insane. Yeah. But hasn't looked good. That game's sketchy. I don't know what's going to happen. They're setting us up for something there. Something going. Something crazy going to happen. Something weird's going to yep. happen in that game. Eagles, Rams. Eagles at the Rams. Rams look better than people think. What's the spread there? Minus four Eagles. I think it'll move. I think that's a game that'll move to three. Yeah. I think people are going to be taking the Rams plus the yeah. points here. Rams are better than people they think. Can and they get the- Cooper Cup. They get they get cup. They can compete as long as that old line stays healthy. They're going to be in every single game. That they play. You know what I think? I like Cooper Cup comes back. Poku's good. Just slam every Cooper Cup prop. We'll see, because he's him. Jets Broncos. 
Denver's minus two. I feel like the public's going to be all over the Jets after that game. Yeah, public will be all over the Jets. We'll see what's happening. Stay away. Chiefs-Vikings at Vikings minus five. <sighs> I think Chiefs actually kill them. I think Chiefs kill them. <laughs> I think they have. They need a big statement game again. They're they're going to get a statement game. Let me see what the money is. Only 55%. Yeah. Tough one. Cowboys-Niners. Cowboys at the Niners. Game of the week. That is the game of the week. Minus four. Minus wow. four. Wow. I know we love the Cowboys. That's a Sunday but, night game. But the Niners are too good. That's a Sunday night game. There's no way I can Marking go against. Marking my calendar right there's, now. There's no way I can go against the Niners right now. They have scored 30-plus points in every game. Although we love the Cowboys so much, their offense hasn't been the best. Their I, defense is carrying them. I know this isn't our pick show. I love... How, I love the Niners, yeah. right? Like they're they're elite. The spread is four. We haven't seen much of the Cowboys' offense because they've been routing teams. Yes. So we will get to see them here, and I feel like everyone's going to be on minus four. Not Bugsy. I don't know. Not me. You ride. Know. You got to ride with your team. You got to ride. You got to stick it out. And I mean, think about it. There's a lot of public games this week. How public are you going to go? Yeah, there's and it's be a, a Sunday lot of night game. Games. Keep in mind, it's a Sunday night game. There's Where is of, the game? It's at 49ers. Oh, that's tough. So tough. Pretty soon. They're so good. But just looking at the game now, now I know from last week, I got to look at teams that always score points. If I'm doing a 10 point teaser, I actually do like Bears Washington. No matter if you say the Bears are bad, they always end up scoring points. They do. Somehow they figure. Somehow out. they figure out a way. Jags Bills, but I can't touch that game. I'm just I'm just gonna be watching it. Mm-hmm. I already have enough on Trevor Lawrence and the Jags. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's a lot of teams that don't score points here. A lot of teams. A lot of teams. Like, what do you think the Cowboys Niners over under? Forty five. Is it forty five? It's respectable. Thirty five points though. I know the defenses are good, but Niners have put up thirty every game. What are the Cowboys? Cow, what have they put up? Yeah. 38, 16, 30, 40. That's locked in. I think when I was watching the Niners game, I'm like, why have I not teased or bet the team total Niners every single team total? game? Because they probably put it at like 20 and a half. It's probably 20 and a half. They've hit every single time. I know. Look at the Niners' points. So you take it. 30, 30, 30, 35. Yeah. So if they're playing the Cowboys and the spread is minus four and the 45 totals over, that means it's supposed to be... 31-28. Oh, 45. Do the math. Oh, 45. Supposed to be 25-20. That's what it's supposed to be. 44. 24.5, 21.5. So it's going to be 24.5 is going to be the team total for the Niners. Versus the Cowboys, Z, it's different though. It is different for both teams, though. Yep. Dallas going against a very a great defense, and the Niners are going against a great defense. They're both great defenses. But look, week five, it's going to be Niners, and it's going to be Bears for my overplays. Ten point teaser. Let me look at this, dude. The Niners, it's it's thirty five points for the Niners and Cowboys. I know their both their defenses are good, uh-huh. but they sling. There's going to be, need to be explosive plays. You can't slow down Purdy. I know the Cowboys' defense is good. This guy is so elite. I know. He is so elite. I know. So I will be betting that one over 35 points, and then I will be on the Thursday night 
Overwatch. I mean, it scares me that it's a Prime video, but I looking at all the other games. You don't like Prime? I don't like Prime, but I also don't like any of the other games. Maybe Colts Titans, but the Titans could get shut out. Divisional game, but if you tease it, it goes to thirty-two points. That's twenty to thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> something's got to give. That's there. that's three touchdowns and all the rest field goals. Yeah. In. Like something's got to give, but something's got to give. There. We're we're just doing our first analysis. It Definitely. is what it is. Yeah. We got cleans. I mean, at least I did, but we will be back for sure. Uh, I don't want to be depressed anymore. Holy smokes, they're outside going crazy. Wow. But uh, we have ball checks with Bugsy. Ball checks with Bugsy. Bald? Ball. You just give me one soccer play that you have coming up. One soccer play that I What's have. What's the score of the up? game that we were just looking at before that? The Bayern game? Yeah. It is 1 1 in the 80th minute currently. Over in the game, live was 1.5 and, and it was minus 140. You knew it was mortal. Didn't take. Staying away there. Staying away from the Champions League today. But tomorrow in the Champions League, we go to look, we look at the matchups. We have Atletico Madrid and Feyenoord. We have Celtic, Lazio, Dortmund, Milan, Newcastle, and PSG. Give them one more. Who doesn't lose? Man City doesn't lose. So that's that simple. They're minus 130 Versus tomorrow. Who? RB Leipzig. Who is that? The second or third best team in Germany. So you have Bayern, you have Dortmund, and you have Leipzig. Just how are they only minus one thirty then? <laughs> that is just Champions League football, you know. It's group stage. It's not a must win for them, but if you know this projected lineup right here: Holland, Grealish, Alvarez, Foden, Kovacic, Rodri, Ruben Diaz, Akanji, Kyle Walker, and the best keeper in the world, Ederson. You go, you go to the other side. You know three players. Who? You know Yusuf Polison. You know Emil Forsberg, and Xavi Simmons. That just doesn't compete with the best team in the world. There's, but it's soccer. Soccer, anything. Can soccer, happen. literally anything can happen. Like right now, Bayern is currently playing. Uh, who is it? They're playing FC Copenhagen. They were minus five hundred to start the game. They're probably live odds are probably they're even money right now with ten minutes left in in the battle. One one champion. Like this is these are the German giants versus, you know. I just can't believe that Zach would even put a soccer segment in football season. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't expecting that, but uh, and that's so sick. As we speak of that, two one Bayern Munich. Wow. As we speak, two one. Who scored? Score correction. VAR one one. Wow. Look at that. It went from two one. And speaking of VAR, nope, nope. nope. They overturned the VAR and is now two one. I don't know if I'm seeing this right. One one, but it says two one. Don't know. Well, speaking of VAR, okay, VAR. Zach's one of his segments has this is at the bottom, but I'll talk about it. Mm -hmm. Should there be a VAR as system implemented in the NFL to eliminate the human error in football? Well, what do you think? What is what is a challenge? Well, VAR, as in, like you could challenge flags. You could challenge. Is that what VAR means? VAR is like or. Like a chip in the ball. So it's you know if it's a first down or not because the analytics will pop up. So there's no measuring. It just shows you chip in the ball. Well, this was in. This was over the line. If it's not, or do you want to keep it up to human error? Like like VAR could be, it could even get to a point of like no referees. It's like you have you have 
you have robots everywhere mm-hmm. in the sky uh-huh. that each robot is saying, not a ref, but a person that determines what is a hold in an AI system. Okay. And it watches each person on the offense and defense and automatically calls. Yeah. Um, I don't know about the whole robot system, but what I can tell you is when we watch the games, there is so many camera crew already there where you get every angle. Yeah. You're on TV. They show you angle right, left, middle, down, bird's eye. You get a pylon cam, NBC it, that that foot on the side. So it's like, I do think you need refs. I like the human aspect of the calls. But at the end of the day, I do believe, I don't know if it should be every flag or whatnot, but I believe that a team should be able to get a challenge on the offensive side of the ball and a defensive side of the ball. One challenge a game on one penalty where you can go back and review. Like, you can't abuse it, obviously. You know, like, whatever. But if you're down in crunch time and they miss a a PI, you should be able to have them take another look at it. If it's maybe like two minutes left of the game, you know, like they do with the booth yeah, yeah. challenge, maybe you have one, one penalty offense, one a game. You could use it on offense or defense to challenge a call. Maybe you think it's offensive pass interference. Maybe you think it's a hold that didn't get called that, that should have been called. I think if they do something with that, I think then you can't really change the outcome of the games as we've seen so often yeah. where some of these calls are actually changing the outcomes of the game and when does that happen it happens at two minutes two minutes left of the play yeah so i think that could be a good idea but the whole thing with the var is the var there's a program right you have people stationed like we already have the nfl and in the nba does and they're in the ref's ear while they're checking it right so if they believe that it should be looked at even more they first call the ref over to the challenge booth right so you bring the ref over and he's talking to them, but it's like they have the calls. Like there shouldn't, there's not a reason on earth with all the technology that they should be getting these calls wrong. This is what I think should happen. You ready for this? Yep. I just thought of it. The game should be slowed down a little, but every referee should have an earpiece in connecting to a head referee. Say they throw a flag. All refs have all cameras in their little box, right? Even the big refs, they mm-hmm. have all that. You have a, you have a referee zoo. Okay. okay. They are all with a TV of all angles, mm-hmm. all calls, and the ref on the field is to a head referee. Mm-hmm. Every flag thrown, immediately the replay is shown to the head referee. Can then decide whether it actually was a flag or to pick up the flag. So now, instead of one person's judgment, you now have the judgment of the person on the field and you have the judgment of the head referee that is a pro pro professional to double review the call. So it's not a single bad call. If it is a bad call, mm-hmm. it's you know, at least you know it's going through a system of another person <laughs> yeah. that is watching the replay live and say, John, you gotta pick up that flag. Right. Or it's John good call. Right. I, I mean, that would be I don't want to I don't want to take humans out of the equation. Because right. you can't have I don't want chip in the ball. I don't want so many reviews to, you know, that everything's like flag this, flag that. Let the boys play. But if it went through some sort of system, I could see that working better. Even though it would slow down like they call holding. I mean, but it's it's not a long process. You watch a replay 10 seconds and you know it's a hold or not. If you're a professional referee, you should be able to watch the play once. 10 seconds. And be able to say that's a flag or that's not a flag. I know. I, like I when the refs come on, Dean Blandino and the other guy, they come on immediately. Dean, what do you think here? 
that's not a penalty. That's a touchdown. That's not a touchdown. He says it immediately because yeah. he knows yeah. within 10 seconds. Yeah. And then the refs on the field. Get it wrong. Not only get it wrong, they disagree with their superior, and they take three minutes to do it. Yeah. He's in the booth watching it 15 times. And then while Dima and Dino within 10 seconds say that it's not a penalty, yeah. uh, that is a penalty the ruling on the field stands. I think a prime example of that was that Jets game with the face mask in the end zone. He said, if there is a, and that's, that is the correct call, if there's a face mask on the offense in the end zone, it's a safety. Yeah. If the face mask starts pre end zone and eventually goes in, it's at the one yard line. That's exactly where it happened. Yep. And he goes, this is not a safety. Two seconds later. Foul occurred in the end zone safety. What, What's going on? What is going on, my friends? I, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. There needs to be a change. It's it's disgusting is what it is. Because refs are ruining games, and Mahomes is ruining livelihoods. Because Mahomes is a fucking bum. Oh, bum. God. On another note, talking Mahomes, talking Kelsey. Is Taylor Swift good or bad for the NFL? Good. I agree. Taylor I, Swift, I saw a statistic. Taylor Swift has 274 million followers on Instagram. Yeah. The NFL as a whole, plus every single team, Instagram followers, it was like 290. Okay. So Taylor Swift has $15 million, 15 million followers yeah. less than the entire organization, plus all the team's individual accounts. Yeah. So Taylor Swift coming to the NFL is actually <laughs> incredible for the NFL, maybe not for the viewers. Before the NFL, as a media company, as a business, is bringing millions and millions of more sales, eyeballs, ticket prices, concessions, yep. everything for the NFL, wherever Taylor Swift goes, brings so much more money. Mm -hmm. So why would the NFL stop showing her? Although we might be sick of seeing her every play, highlight here, NFL background, this and that. Yeah. If I was the NFL and Goodell, I would milk her breasts like cow butters. Literally calcium cannons. Calcium cannons. Because you have to think about this. We all know we live in a day and age of social media is king, right? And I will say this. If you go on a limb right now, who is the king of social media when it comes to sports and it comes to pop culture news? Who is the king of sports of, of social media? Taylor Swift. Barstool Sports. Taylor. Would you agree? Yeah. Barstool Sports ran by Dave, Mr. David Portnoy, right? There is a picture posted of the game of of another girl in that booth holding a high noon. Who owns high noon? Dave Portnoy. He says, why couldn't she pick one up? Because that is what you call free marketing. Yeah. Even Dave Portnoy knows that Taylor Swift sells. Yeah. The NFL should be putting the camera on her more. They should be getting her more involved in the game. Start selling her jersey on the Chiefs. I don't know what they need to do. This is what they need to do. Grant knows what they need to do. Next Chiefs game, have her sing the national anthem. You know, I was thinking, I was thinking Super Bowl already this year. Yeah. Halftime performer Taylor Swift will be the most viewed Super Bowl halftime show of all time. And have her sing the national anthem at every single Chiefs game for the rest of the season. The Chiefs should do it. Just sell, you sell more, more tickets, more hot dogs, more beer, just to see Taylor Swift. Not the, the Chiefs, not the, Patty Mahomes, not no, no. the best quarterback in the world. That would be the most packed stadium before a game starts. Ever. Yeah. Because everybody would get there early just to listen or sing the national anthem. Guess what? They all stay to watch the game. And not even that. Not only would that be the most anticipated national anthem of all time, including betting on the Super Bowl's halftime, 
Vegas would have a line for her over under for that 100%. game. 100%. And it will probably be the most bet on prop that Vegas has ever seen. Yep. Especially that week. Yeah. But I think Taylor Swift is good. Viewer, I mean, if you're really that anal about it and you really care how many times they show Taylor Swift, dude, they show her for five seconds here and there. Yeah. You know, they show her pictures. They've probably seen Taylor Swift on a television yeah. while watching NFL. It's, if we watch four weeks, I've probably watched 10, 15 hours a week. Yep. 60 hours. They probably showed her for about three minutes. Yeah. And just to go out on a limb, every celebrity spokesperson on TV athlete who's actually gone to one of her shows literally says it's different. Yeah. Like, I don't know what makes it different, but TJ Watt was like, no, JJ Watt was like, dude, this is the best concert I've ever been to. How? Stephen A. Smith said he promised his daughter to go to the Taylor Swift concert and she brought 10 of her friends and he spent $20,000 on tickets. Taylor, I mean, Stephen A. Smith said it was absolutely fantastic. Aaron Rodgers, before he got hurt at MetLife, was there having the time of his life with Miles Teller at a Taylor Swift concert. And it also helps her. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Like, her being there like makes more NFL people. like you, you don't hear about this as an NFL fan before she came to the Chiefs kingdom. Yeah. Now after, it's like... There's a Taylor Swift concert in Miami. Should we ride? I'm there. You know what I'm, I'm saying? I'm it's a, like I'm he, a Swifty. I got to see what all these people are talking about. How this concert's yeah. so good? Because Drake was elite. I can't imagine Taylor Swift being better because I don't know every song. And you know what's there. insane? You know how popular Drake is? Drake's selling out American Airlines Arena. Taylor Swift's selling out Dolphin Stadium. Yeah. Think about that. Like, there's actually levels to it. It's incredible. Jeez. She's going. She's selling out stadiums, not arenas. Yeah. She sells out more than the Jaguars sell at their stadium for a home opener versus the Chiefs. And it's two nights in a row, too. Sometimes it's weeks. It's crazy. But, Taylor, get those batteries. Grow them a little. You know, get some surgery. <laughs> Pump them up. Party City. Party City. Go to Party City. Get some healing. Because then you'd have a billion followers for sure. Literally. You you post one twerking video, you're there. You're, literally all it takes, Taylor. And another, another segment since we're talking about, you know, the Jags. Sure. Play the Bills. Should there be... A game in London, Munich, Mexico City, every week? Or should it only be a couple weeks out of the year? Because I prefer, I actually really did enjoy it. I went to bed late Saturday, but I woke up, I, I usually wake up at 8.30 anyway. Mm-hmm. One time, whatever, unless I go to bed at like 5, 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. If I go to bed at 12, 1, 2, my body is just accustomed to only getting six and a half hours of sleep, no matter if I go on the weekend or not. So I woke up, no alarm, 8.30, Saturday morning. Took a shower, went straight to the office, was sweating within 15 minutes. Yeah. And then you leave, it ends right perfectly the in between for you have 30 minutes to place your other bets. Yep. And then you sweat until 11 at I will say that same for me. Woke up, you know, went to sleep at a nice little time Saturday, woke up Sunday morning, got to sweat early in the morning, watched a football game. I love the fact that they're going to other countries to, to spread the game. Of course. I think ultimately... And it helps the hobby. I think you will see a professional team in, in England one day. Yeah. I don't know. Years, I don't know. Years. I don't know when. However, I do see it. And I also know that football is very big in Germany, too. Like, if they, they, they should, honestly. Now that I think about it, there should be a game. I don't know about once a week, but maybe once Once every, every two weeks, weeks, three weeks. Three weeks. You go out there because it is a schedule thing. It's... Like for the players, it's, it's tough. tough. It's got to be tough. You got to get acclimated to, to things over there. Your fa- they, you know, got to keep your family in mind. Travel time, like it can't be, can't be fun. Flying thirteen hours 
to go to. I think it should be set up where it's like whatever team is playing, one of them do get a bye the next week. Yeah, definitely set up that way logistically. But I think it's great for the game. I mean, you want to spread it. And instead of going two Monday night games, like those two Monday night games, doubleheaders weren't the best. No. In my opinion, because I yeah. would just watch one. Yeah. And then kind of like update the other 100%. one. 100%. Like, oh, watch on my phone if it wasn't a good game. I'd be like, I'll just watch this one. Yeah. So it was like they were just trying to split the viewership. Mm-hmm. to half game here, half game there. It's like right. people don't want to do that. If it's a Monday night, Thursday, we're so accustomed to watching only one game, focusing on one game. Definitely. So instead of doing those Monday night doubleheaders, just do two extra games in London, German, Mexico City, wherever yeah. it is. And I like the 9.30 start. I mean, the 9.30 is advantageous for us, us Floridians. Because yeah, usually those West Coast little dingleberries, they would have to wake up at 6.30. Just to, to, add, just to add on that topic, if there was a game... Oh, no, is it 6.30 for them or is that 12.30 for them? I don't even know. No, earlier. It's earlier for yeah, them. Yeah, it's earlier. Because they get their 1 p.m. at 10, 10 a.m. Yeah. Wow. If you had to go to a game in another country, where would you want that game to be? Thailand. Played? Thailand. Thailand. Wow. Any particular reason, Thailand? I heard crazy things about Thailand. Yeah, me too. <laughs> One of my friends went there. He says, you can live like a king. For cheap, cheap. 20 bucks, five-star hotel. Yeah. Well, 20 bones, get lobster, get whatever you want. You pay a fat meal, it's five bucks. That's why I never understood. I never understood currency. Can someone please explain to me in the comments, currency? Okay. So say you're not wealthy in, in America. Say you have, <laughs> say you're 40 years old. You have $300,000, okay? You go to Thailand. You can live like a king for the rest of your life. Yeah. But in New York City, you're living for two years, one and a half. But you go to Thailand live in the next 10, 15 years like a king. King. King Tut. In a palace. In a palace. Filet mignons. So I don't, I don't get the whole currency thing because yeah, it's just the- how could you take more to earn money in one country? Take a twelve-hour, fifteen-hour flight, and now that money it goes your money has, longer has quadrupled. Yeah, for doing not one ounce of work, just flying, you have now quadrupled your net worth from being in a different country. Yeah, how does that make sense? I don't know. I don't know if anybody out like there what knows. is it legal to just travel to Thailand, okay, with your money and buy a bunch of like jewelry or whatever it is in Thailand that's cheaper there, fly back to the states and sell it for more money. Um. Or is that like... I don't think that... I don't know how that works. I think it's a gray area. Well, I want to go in that gray area and I want to be in on it. However, I used to know someone who lived in England, right? Moved his family down here. Started buying iPhones. Hopped a wazoo. Going back to England, selling them in England. So that's kind of what you just talked about. I don't know how legal that is. It might be illegal, though. I think it's... Yeah, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know how legal it is. I think it's the uh, transportation of non-imported regulated goods. It sounds pretty accurate, Grant. That yeah. sounds pretty good. That was a good one. <laughs> that did sound pretty good. Can't, yes. I can't lie. But uh, let's stop talking about Thailand because I'm thinking about things that I shouldn't be thinking about while on a podcast having to poop next to Bugsy because I just tried to fart, if I'm going to be honest. And it, it, turtle, turtle, yeah. turtle. While we're going to be on the honest segment, I have a confession to make. Let's hear Bayern Munich was down 0-1 at halftime. They were plus 200 to win. I slammed it. They won 2-1. Did that goal count? That one didn't, but they scored another one. Wow. They weren't plus 200. You said minus 200. No, no, it was live. By what minute? Uh, 55. How was a slam? $500. Really? To win 990. Wow. Yes. 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 He's back. 
Well, I'm not. I was really sick. I, I shouldn't have, but the, you, it's like soccer is very different. Like I said, I was going through the explanation. It's like you feel confident down like that, and it's like, you know. We need goals. I go to history. Where is it? It didn't process. Yo, I'll throw up. It didn't process. No, I'll actually throw up if it didn't go there. <laughs> No, 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 it's impossible. <laughs> no, no, no. The live didn't go through? I don't see it. So no, I'm, it did! Oh my god, that would have been hilarious. I would have thrown up blood. I think, I think we should just, I think we should just clip, I think we should just clip that like part? That, that, that it didn't go through, and then be like, I lived it, I thought I did it, and then it'd be there like, you go. I like it. We'll tell Zach after. That was a sweat, though. Sweat. But on a different note, Jonathan Taylor, I think, does come back. Cooper Cup comes back. Does Jonathan Taylor come back? I think he does. I think he does. Do you start him in fantasy? Do you, though? I don't know. Do you start Cooper Cup? You st- he's a must start. Must start. But let me ask you something, just to go off that. What do you think happens to Pokunoku with Cup coming back? Target shares down. Target shares down. Or does it make him more open? He can't have more catches than he's already had. He with Cooper Cup in the lineup, if Stafford, he's getting 9-10 a game. Poku? Poku. Looks if, or if receptions? Sta- receptions. So he's getting 10 to 12 looks. But if Sta- if Cooper comes back, Stafford completes, what, 25 average game? Three go to Tegby, four go to 2-2, two, two, two go to the running backs. Is Cup really going to get less than Poku? I don't think so. I don't think so. That's true. Like, let's look at the Rams. How many completions do you think Stafford has had? Could be more, though. He could have more. Rams versus Colts, Stafford had 27 completions. Mm -hmm. Rams-Bengals, he had 18 completions. Insane. Rams-Niners, he had 34. Wow. And Rams-Seattle, he had 24. So, average of 24. Poku's getting 10. Cooper's going to take some. Poku's going to go down to the 5-6 range, if I had to guess, which is still a good receiver. Calvin really can't even get 5-6. Yeah. But it is Saw this report on Twitter today about the uh, Oakland Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders offense. Josh Josh Jacobs, mad. Devontae Adams, Max Crosby. All mad. All three of them hate life. All three of them. Want to get traded. Dude, Max Crosby so good. is the most underrated defensive player. Because he's on the Raiders. Because he's on the Raiders. If you put him on another team, a team that wins. Like Chris Jones on the Raiders wouldn't get talked about. No shot. Wouldn't get no shot. About. And I'm I'm honestly, I clip this, do whatever you want. Max Crosby is better than Chris Jones. Wow. Max, Cro- Max Crosby is He's more is effective. Dude, the guy, he's so good. He's unreal. And he's a demon. Even Mahomes said it. He's a demon. Even Mahomes always said, he's like, yo, this guy's a demon, dude. He's like, he's my boy. But on the field, this guy actually wants to take my head off. Literally. And he's he's feared. Oh, 100%. Adams gone. Gone, dude. He's got to get traded. Dude, Adams went to the Raiders not because anything else other than to play with Derek Carr. That's literally it. That and was now, his boy from college. That's why he went. There. Now he's playing with Aiden O'Connell. Now he's playing with Aiden O'Connell or Jimmy G. And he wasn't too... We saw what happened in the preseason. They said, what are your thoughts on Jimmy G? He goes, throws the ball nice. Remember when he said that? Yeah. <laughs> like, dude... You can't. Like, how are you supposed to? Like, what else are you supposed to say? We knew Jimmy G wasn't Jimmy G without the Niners. 
We saw it already through through yeah. two weeks. I mean, come on, they beat the Broncos by one point. That's their only win. That's it. That's it. McDaniel's is a horrible head coach. He's nothing but an OC on a good team with good players. That's well, it. He well, had a team like dude, that. he had Brady, Gronk, Hernandez, Randy Moss throughout all these years. He tried being a head coach in Denver, was horrible. Tried taking a Colts job, and then he backed out because he probably knew it was going to be horrible. Yep. And then he got paid a lot of money to take over for the Raiders, but like he's horrible. He looks like a Teletubby. He kind of does like a Teletubby. And the craziest thing is, back in the day when he was an OC, no stress, Tom Brady, he's kind of a stud. But now he's, the stress is gone. The so. stress is there. He's been eating with Mark Davis. He's collapsed. It's like, if you, if you see Adams going anywhere, where is it? If it's this year. I, if it's this year, he doesn't end up on the Jets. If he wants to win. There's only one place. And imagine how good he'd be there. Not there. Why not there? 49ers. You think? <sighs> if he wants to win, or Cowboys. What is it if he went to the Chiefs? They're literally they're rece- receiver. They're receiverless. If he went to the Chiefs, they win a Super Bowl again. You can't stop them. You can't card Devon. You can't when when Mahomes makes these guys look good that are not Travis Kelsey. What is Devontae going to do? Which looks yeah. good with any quarterback on earth. And unstoppable. And another thing, another reason why I think the Chiefs have maybe struggled in our eyes offensively is he really doesn't have confidence in his receivers. He doesn't. It's like he, he might say he does, but he doesn't. He doesn't. I don't think he does. He's throwing to Noah Gray, a tight end. Yeah. Justin Watson, a tight end. Yep. Sky Moore, Kadarius Tony. Yeah, and I don't think the receivers, I don't think they have a lot of receptions. They don't? He's throwing to tight ends. Look what happened when he didn't have Kelsey. They lost. Right. When Kelsey was half there, they only put up 17 on the Jags D. Yeah. They put up 18 in the first quarter, yeah. 17 in the first quarter, whatever it was, then they put up three the rest of the game. If he does it this year with those guys, seriously. Like, just think about it. If Kelsey is your only guy, sure. You, like Rogers said today, to give up whatever six, seven catches for sixty yards to Kelsey is like holding your a number one receiver to that. You're dubbing, yeah. Like that's elite if you because you're not scared of anyone else on that no. offense. You hold him, you contain him. You're that's how you, you look games. good, like yeah. you're like you're in the game. You're good. If he can do it this year with Kelsey, still let him be elite, sure. And those receivers, you can't tell me he's. You can't uh, uh, seriously. You cannot tell me he's not the most talented quarterback to ever play the game this year. If, if he win. does it this year, yeah, he'd, he'd have. I mean, if he does it this year, he will. He'll win MVP, regular season MVP, Super Bowl, MVP. Super Bowl MVP, and another Super Bowl, and make the AFC Championship all years he started and win most of them. He only yeah. lost to Burrow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy to to if Adams went there. Oh my god, it'd be disgusting. Oh my. And then another question uh, sure. that Zach put down. Did Zach Wilson buy himself more time with a Sunday night performance? And he did. Uh, yeah, he did. 100%. He did. The players were rallying around him. He played the best game I've ever seen Zach Wilson play. Yep. And for a Jets fan, you now have a slimmer of a pulse just thinking he could figure this out. But you're not putting in Trevor Simeon. You're not getting one of these other guys. Well, who's no. going to come over? That's no. going to be good right now. 100%. Colin Kaepernick. And I do have to give credit to Coach Salah. Yeah. Why? Because if anyone has been under more scrutiny than Zach Wilson. It's Salah. It's Salah. They, all week they were saying, you know, there's been no, you know, just because you signed Aaron Rodgers, there's no guarantees on your future here, blah, blah, blah. 
You have Joe Namath, probably the most famous Jet of all time, saying, get this guy out of here. You have the number one fan, literally the number one recognized fan in any organization, Fireman Ed. He is the heart and soul of that jet, of that of that stadium. Yep. Saying he's got to go, right? You have all of that, and the whole time he says, "We're sticking with Zach Wilson. He's our guy. We signed it. We signed a veteran. Doesn't mean anything. Zach Wilson's our guy Th- through the whole season so far. Yeah. So you got to give credit where credit is due. And on top of that, Rogers being with the team, and I think honestly being there really elevated Wilson's play. Rodgers wasn't in his ear. He wasn't. He let him play his game, but just the fact that knowing, like, yo, like, Aaron Rodgers is watching me play right now, a team that he's supposed to be the quarterback of in the building, I got to show out. And he had some elite throws. I'm not even kidding. Elite. He had elite throws. Even Chris Collinsworth, and I hate Chris Collinsworth. We all do. I think everyone does. Speak for most of the population. He, on that one drive... You, you couldn't have thrown the ball better, more accurately, with more velocity than those three couple passes that we saw. I agree. Yeah. Zach Wilson could make the greatest story of all time. <laughs> if he does yeah. what we think he could do. The unthinkable. If he does the unthinkable and goes on a seven-game run, <laughs> stats like no other, two touchdowns, 300-yard games. Defense holds, puts up numbers, and they go on a run like that. They beat Allen and the Bills, beat Tua. They go crazy. Zach Wilson would be a top five QB selling in the hobby. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm rooting for him. If what you want, could we talk hypotheticals? Hypothetical. And then Aaron Rodgers come back for the Super Bowl. What is if Zach Wilson goes on an absolute tear? They're, they play elite. They're in the AC Championship. They win. Rodgers healthy enough to play. Do you go with the hot guy or do you bring in Rodgers for the Super Bowl? Wilson plays. Wilson! No, this is what happens. Wilson then gets injured. Con- in the Super Bowl. Concussion. In the Super Bowl. Rodgers comes in and wins it all. <laughs> oh, my goodness. How sick. That would be the greatest How story sick. of all time. And then the craziest thing is, imagine Rodgers, they, they make it there. This is all a pipe dream fantasy land. They get there. Like you said, Wilson starts, gets hurt, gets concussion, rolled ankle, whatever, can't continue. Rodgers comes in for a half, goes crazy, wins, retires. Wilson takes over. Dynasty in New York. Unreal. I'm praying for it. I'd love to see that happen. But the odds are probably... 1%. That's like having a Super Bowl in Thailand odds. Thailand Super Bowl. <laughs> what what happens first? Zach Wilson wins the Super Bowl or the Super Bowl's in Thailand? The NFL... Has robots. Robots. <laughs> robots. Robot refs is probably closer than Zach Yo, Wilson. That was Wilson. unreal. Robot refs. Robot refs. But on that note, boys and girls, I'm going to be honest. I've been holding in a, a turtle for about... 15 minutes and it's about to come out of my booty so on that note the code of the day is thailand robot up my nose 20 zero there you go you guys have it you heard it you heard it actually that was really good it was fun yeah